in a world where shit happens. Welcome back to a very special episode of The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you engage with us on social media at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol The Watch List Pod, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson. You can catch up on all of our back episodes by going to thewatchlistpod.com. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to give us a five-star review to appease the algorithm gods. So, I know in the very, the other episode that drops today, we promised that we would be reviewing House of the Dragon next week. But fuck it. We both watched it, so let's just drop a special episode. Yeah, let's do it. Right? Right. Let's dive into it. (laughs) Okay. So... (laughs) So are we being spoiler free first? Well, but okay, so I was just about to say that. So I was I was just thinking I don't think there is anything in this episode that is a that that is spoiled. I mean, I consider Yeah, no, I don't think so. You know, I right? And I could be wrong, but just going over the episode in my mind because it's fresh. I mean, we just watched the damn thing. Mhm. I don't think there's anything that happens in this episode that is like, ooh, I can't believe that the Red Wedding happened and all that other sort of stuff, you know? Yeah, anything like big secretive. I mean, it's just the usual stuff. It's like a an in-between moving you along Game of Thrones episode is what it felt yeah. like. Yeah. Now, that being said, if you want to save House of the Dragon... For, you know, if you want to save this episode of us, you know, until after you watch House of the Dragon, do it now. All right. Just fair warning. And you have three, two, one. All right. (laughs) So one of the things that I liked about this was that it gave you exposition up front. Both spoken and written. And it very much says this takes place 173 years before the Game of Thrones you all know and love. Mm -hmm. You know, just to say, hey, none of those characters are going to pop up yet. So what did you think of it? Let's start there. It felt very Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. But were you... You watched all of the rest of Game of Thrones, right? Oh, yeah. I, I read the books up to what we have, and I watched the show. Yeah. What did you think of, and I'm, and I'm just going off on a tangent, what did you think of the last season of Game of Thrones? Uh, it was okay. I mean, that last episode was trash, but... Oh, my God, was it trash? Yeah. Overall, it was right. fine, I guess. See, I thought their finest season was their next to last season. It was like all action and all of the character development had already happened. So things were just moving along like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to the last season of Game of Thrones and I was under the impression that we were going to get six 
almost two-hour episodes to wrap up Game of Thrones. And you could just tell that those dudes just checked out because they got a sweeter deal to do Star Wars movies that never happened. So they had already checked out of Game of Thrones, so it just felt very rushed and stupid and yeah. bran on the on the throne. Fuck that shit. Yeah. But this, I liked because there was enough movement in the episode, so enough stuff happened to set things up mm-hmm. and left you wanting more. Yeah. And yeah, you get to meet everybody, find out kind of who they are. And it set things up for what's to come. Right. So here, let me, and I did this without actually going to the Googles first. Hold on. Uh, most people who watched, tried to watch this on their Fire Sticks, um, their HBO Max streaming it was crashing because everybody was trying to get into this at the same time. No shit. No shit. Wow. So... Sorry for folks who didn't get in right away. So here's the thing. In this episode, we see that Viserys is named King. Mm-hmm. Because their father had to name a successor. And the other person who had the, the second most legitimate claim was a woman. And so, you know, men do men's stupid shit and name the guy. But he's more of a reluctant king. I don't think that was his dad, though, because that would have been an obvious. They wouldn't need to have a was big that... thing to name the successor. Was that not his dad? Yeah. I'm sorry, then I, then I misspoke. I, no, it, I, I don't think it was his dad. I think King Jaehaerys was looking for a new heir because he didn't have oh right 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 yep 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 so he had to he picked i think it's his nephew oh all of his kids were dead ah there you go okay apparently okay so viscerous is that was his grandfather ah okay so i guess he was picking between uh he was picking between King Viserys and the queen yeah, who never King was, Rhaenys. Queen Rhaenys, who I think was the older granddaughter. Right. And that's why there was such a, a thing, because he was, she's older than him. So it wasn't his child. that wasn't dad, because that would have been obvious. You pick the oldest son. Hmm. Instead, he picked the younger grandson. <laughs> yeah, well, they picked the yeah. they picked the male. Yeah, they picked the male, and and they make a mention. Well, yeah, they always pick the male. Yeah, right, and they make mention of the fact that the old king was a peacetime king. They had sixty years of peace under his rule, so there was no bloodshed or any of that, and to make sure that it was ensured that a continued peace would happen with a smooth transition. That's why they held court to entertain the idea of anybody with any kind of claim to the throne can make that claim. But it came down to those two Mm -hmm. and the dude got it. 
Well, all right. But then it so happens that that dude, um, Viserys Targaryen, has an older daughter. And the older daughter was always overlooked because the king, this new king, always wanted a son. So she was just going through life. She had some ambition. She loved riding dragons, but never expected herself to be named queen. Rhaenyra yeah. is her name, yeah. for those who are wondering. So as it turns out that Viserys's wife was pregnant with a son, and here's, here's the spoiler, I guess, they both die during childbirth. And so it is then that King Viserys realizes, one, how much he's dumped on his daughter and ignored her in favor of always wanting a son, realizing that she is the true heir, his true heir. So he tries to prepare her for being queen. And this is in opposition to Doctor Who, or should I say Prince Damon Targaryen, played by Matt Smith. And and Doctor Who is a vicious motherfucker in this show. Yeah, Prince Damon is King Viserys's brother. Yes. Who technically, as the oldest male, would be the next in line since Viserys didn't have a son. Yeah. But Damon is kind of a he's kind of a badass. And he they are claiming he's a little uh too vicious and he wouldn't make a good king. Yeah. Which is why some are saying it should go to Rhaenyra. Some are saying it should be to the queen who never was. Uh, yeah, his court is a little split. On, yeah. Yeah. He decides uh, they all, but they're all pretty, pretty even on, yeah, Damon should not be king. And Doctor Although Who. there might be one or two guys saying he should be. But Doctor Who is also in charge of the night guard. Yeah, that's the, the job they decided he should have is the City Watch. And as the as the City Watch, he decimates the crime in the city in one night, butchering people. Which is what basically is almost the tipping point of the king saying, nope, not going to have my brother do it, nope. But because Damon, Matt Smith, Doctor Who, made fun of the fact that the newborn son was king for an hour, that pushed the yeah. king over the edge in his grief, which led to him naming his daughter queen. I got to say, it's very interesting that Matt Smith has taken a lot of roles post-Doctor Who which are very counter to Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Especially the sex scene in this in this episode, mm -hmm. where Matt Smith is having sex on screen. So that's one. And number two, uh, and and then his beefy body too. Like, yeah, I, right. Like he, I thought he was a scrawny dude, but he's. 
pretty beefy. He, I was a either that or he bulked that. up. But yeah, Doctor or Who. They CGI'd the hell out of his body. I don't know. Uh, I don't think that's <laughs> I think worth CGI. I, all right. I, yeah. What do I know? No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is maybe. He, <laughs> I mean, they might. You know, maybe know. in training for he, this he show. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Or maybe training for a different show. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, so his beefy body was having sex on camera. Oh, well, it looked like he was trying to. And that's just it. So not only was he simulating sex, but he also couldn't complete. So he was mm-hmm. he was an impotent, sexified, anti-Doctor Who character. Yeah, poor guy. Not to mention the fact that he is uber violent and he is not above cheating <laughs> to get his yeah. way. He's he is he is truly a Targaryen that we have come to know as vicious and ambitious and all of that other sort of stuff. He is the warlord versus having a peacetime bring the realms together. And it is said that the big the big secret that the kings pass on to one another is that the great winter is coming when all of the seven realms must join to fight the evil that is coming from the north. Well, we know that that doesn't happen for another 173 years yeah, and all of that stuff, but it is up to them to keep the realms together for that eventual time. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of name dropping in this episode. Like you see, a Lannister, you see a Baratheon, you know, you see and hear the names and you see the places. And I also thought it was very interesting. Did you notice the carving in the king's chamber? Yeah, he's carving the 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 red the, tower, the king's landing. Well, that yeah. harkens back to the whole beginning of Game of Thrones where you see the 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 little model of all of the kingdoms come mm-hmm. up and i just thought that was kind of a neat callback mm-hmm. but i th- to me this is watchable and talking about it with laura afterward and she said she has given up on reading the books because at this point the show game of thrones ended so George R.R. R. Martin is in an impossible situation with his original books. If he completes it the way that it eventually ends, we've already seen it. What's the point of reading 2,000 pages? If he goes back and completes it in a different way, then he betrays the ending of Not Game necessarily, because there are plenty of movies and books and series and books that are different, and they end totally differently. Would you read book six and seven if it came out? I would, yeah, because I've already read the others. Why not? Hmm. Did you read the book that this is based on? No, I didn't actually know this was a book. Ah, yeah. So in his writer's block of not being able to fix six and seven, he (laughs) he wrote prequels and he wrote a dictionary and... Oh jeez, dude, what the fuck? And I was just, just thinking the last books for crying out loud. And I was just thinking that Captain Sailor Hat could have easily made this prequel book 6. And then as we were discussing, you know what? Have the non-disclosure agreement of all non-disclosure agreements hire a ghostwriter and finish 6 and 7 and be done with it. Yeah. 
But this show, I am definitely sticking with. I like it. I like it so far. Yeah, we'll yeah. see where we get with it. Yeah. I mean, it could easily turn to shit. E- easily. But the first yeah, episode totally. was strong. Mm-hmm. You know, it sets up all the characters that you need to know for now. You know, it, it gives you their motivations behind everything. And it puts you back in that world and gives you some decent dragon action in the episode, too. Which I think is is definitely going to happen because they, they, they make a huge mention of the fact that there are ten dragons. Mm-hmm. And we know from Game of Thrones that the most we get are three. And one actually dies and becomes the dragon of the Night King. Yeah. So they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of dragon action happening. But yeah, ruthless Doctor Who, I'm on board. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. Okay. How far we get, who these play who the people are, where they're from. Did you watch the after the show thing? Sure did. Um okay. And the first thing I have to say is we streamed it on HBO Max. Same. Because even though I, you know, we pay goo gobs of money for cable, apparently I don't get regular HBO. Oh. We get the sports package, but we don't get HBO. I'm like, all right. Because I wanted to see the quality difference between streaming it and watching it on cable. Because Comcast compresses their signal, so it would look grainier on broadcast TV than if you streamed it in 4K. Oh. Okay. But yes, I watched the I watched the behind the show too, which I thought was very cool. It's different yeah, showrunners like... apparently. Oh. Yeah. But the episode itself definitely worth watching. It's an hour and 5 minutes long this pilot. And if you're eager to jump back into the game of th- the realm of Game of Thrones, this will do you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're missing some Game of Thrones action, go ahead. Yeah. Go th- go for it. Watch it. Go for it. I thought it, I think it's worth watching. If, yeah. If you're into the Game of Thrones stuff, it's worth watching. Yeah. The the closing credits, the music, the Game of Thrones theme song. It sounded like there were people singing it. Yes. But like not words you could understand. Right. Like it was in some. I'm like, <gasps> There's there's lyrics to this song. <laughs> Maybe those lyrics were in Targaryen. <laughs> I don't think Targaryen language. is a language. Oh, that's got to be shit. that's got to be hard as fuck. Valerian. It's would be an ancient Valerian. You're right, ancient you're Valerian. Thinking. Yeah, sorry. Not Targaryen. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Lord of the Rings. Whatever. Um, but it's got to be. Oh yeah, Matt Smith looked totally like Legolas, man. I kept thinking Legolas every time I saw him walking around. Well, they all fucking look like Legos, Legolas because well, they all got, got that blonde big hair. Ears sticking out too. I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> oh, well, you know, what are you gonna do? And then seeing all these people, I bet you any one of these actors could walk down the street. And Reese Evans is in it too, which I think is kind of fun. Hmm. Um, he plays the hand Otto of the Hightower. king. Tower. Yeah, yeah, he plays the hand. Allison's father. I I find it. Very interesting that none of them are blonde. So I bet you they could all walk down the street and not be recognized, even if this becomes the biggest show in the world. 
Oh yeah. Well, when I was looking up the girl who plays uh, Princess Rhaenyra, uh, and I found her on IMDb, I'm like, that's her. No. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, she does not look anything. Nope. Like the character, <laughs> not at all. Blonde wigs do wonders for you. Yeah. Seriously. But I, but I, I think it's such a challenge as an actor to not only learn all of your lines, but to learn them in a different language. Oh, that yeah. take that takes yeah. some acting chops, and it is mm-hmm. to Matt Smith's credit. And who's the who who's the girl? Rainera. Oh, Emma Darcy. Shit. Yeah, Emma Darcy. Emma Darcy's, you know, character as an actor, to say these lines and emote in a different language. I've always found that fascinating and I give them all the props in the world because memorization is not my bag. You put a script in front of me, I'll read the fuck out of it. But you ask me to memorize anything like our show open. It took like a hundred episodes for me to, to remember our show open. Just saying, (laughs) just saying. So I liked the throne room and all those thrones around the actual Iron Throne. Right. that wasn't in the Game of Thrones stuff. I'm like, oh, what's all yeah. these swords going on? And well, I also like the call out that the sitting in the actual throne will cut you. Will cut you. Because I don't remember them pointing that out at all during Game of Thrones. I don't the think they show. did either. And I liked that. Because in the book, they, they kept talking about trying to find the most comfortable way to sit there without getting cut apart. Right. Because they are swords. That that throne is made out of swords, and they haven't been dulled. They are still sharp. Yeah, and isn't that throne all the enemies of the kings before, and they melt them all down, and blah, blah, blah. But here's what I would want to know, and maybe somebody can log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on the Contact Us button, or engage with us on social media. Is the throne itself less of the throne that we remember from Game of Thrones? Like there aren't as many swords on it? I don't know. I was looking for that, but I was distracted by all of the peripheral swords on the ground, almost like ramparts, you know, kind of protecting the king. I just found that interesting. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that throne will cut a, that throne will cut a bitch. It was fascinating to watch. Yeah, it was fun. And just to to wrap up my review, I think it is better to stream it using either a Roku device, an Amazon Fire Stick, or a Chromecast or something. Or through the app on your TV. Or through the app on your TV, absolutely. Because you're going to get a higher quality version than your cable provider will give you. Unless they tell you that you are getting, well, not to get too technical, but if you wanted to watch Game of Thrones in 4K on Comcast, you would need a Comcast 4K box and a 4K TV. Just like you would a Roku device or whatever, or Mm -hmm. 4K TV with apps in it. But if you didn't, then you'd be getting a dumbed down in quality version of that. And it's pretty to look at. So it's just kind of worth streaming if you if you have that. So another reason to hang on, at least for now, to HBO Max. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. That was a very special episode. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody log on to the watchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button. Did you watch it? What did you think of it? Hit us up on the socials at symbol pirate Alice at symbol Bill Ivory Larson at symbol the watchlist pod. Did you watch it? What did you think of it? You going to stick with it? Does it make you nostalgic for, for game of Thrones or were you done with it by the end? And are you on board in for a penny in for a pound or are you just tentative? You're going to see where it goes and then you may drop it. Anyway, I would like to know. Well, thanks, Patty, for this special sure. episode. No problem. Yeah, now I'm going to go rest my voice again because as you can hear, the, yeah. the COVID crud is still it's in my still throat. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man. It is not helping my voice at all. Boo. But anywho. All right. It just sounds like you could do that in a world where shit happens. Let me let me try, hang on. In a world where shit happens. Ooh, damn, that's actually Right? Right? (laughs) And then I sound like I've been smoking for 40 years. (laughs) In a world where the podcast that you're listening to is the best podcast ever. Subscribe now and listen to us next time. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>